Hi guys, it's Faith from RadicalTransformationProject.com. Thank you for being here for another episode of my mental health podcast. Today I want to talk to you guys about burnout. I've been getting a lot of questions around self-care, around burnout. People have been asking me about this a lot lately, specifically around my self-care routine, how I stay inspired, and how I stay creative. Now the first thing I want to say about self-care is really, really important. I think the main reason people get burnt out is they're trying to keep too many balls in the air at one time. They're working towards too many goals. They're focused on too many things. And especially with social media and the internet, it's easy to start comparing yourselves and feeling like you have to do all the things. You need to be doing everything at once. You need to be doing everything everyone else is doing. I majorly, majorly, majorly don't buy into this. I have very specific goals at any given time. I focus on one or two things at a time because if I focus on more than that, I get really overwhelmed. Have you ever made a to-do list where you just have so many things to do and you know you're not going to get through it? I think that is a huge reason why people burn out. They're trying to do too many things and they know they can't get them all done and it feels overwhelming and they're going and they're going and it's like this treadmill where they feel like they're not achieving anything and they're just working and working and working. I really try to just identify what are the things that will take my life to the next level? What are the things that are really gonna help me move forward? What habits do I need? What do I need to be doing? What goals can I set? And then I just pick one or two of them to work on and focus on at a time. Right now, I'm doing a really intense fitness program. But once I get the hang of that and it's easy and it's natural, then it won't be such a big priority anymore. It'll just be something that I do as part of my life. And then I'll be able to add something else in and pick a new goal and pick a new focus. And that's how I kind of stack all of my goals on top of each other. But when I try to do too many things at once, when I focus on getting everything done and trying to do everything everyone else is doing, it makes me feel inadequate. It makes me feel like a failure, right? By picking one goal or two goals, you can start to see progress in those areas and really focus on them. I try to think to myself, what will I wish I had start doing a year from now? What can I do today for future faith to set her up for a successful, happy life? And I build my goals around that. The next thing I wanted to say about burnout is just about comparing yourself. And I already talked about this a little bit. It's so easy when you're scrolling Instagram or you see what other women are doing in their lives. It's really easy to start comparing yourself, but you need to remember not everyone is in your situation. Not everyone is struggling with mental illness. Not everyone has the obstacles that you have. We're all different. We all face our own unique challenges. And in that way, we can't compare ourselves. You have to do what's best for you. You have to do what's best for your life. You can't worry about what other people are doing because they're dealing with their own difficulties, their own challenges. Even if you don't see that, I promise you it's real. Everyone has challenges. Everyone has challenges. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean they're not there. And the truth is you have no idea how someone else really feels or what their life is really like. So to let a comparison of someone else bring you down or slow your momentum is just nonsense. You don't have time for that. This is kind of a mindset hack. This is what I do when my brain tells me crazy garbage, when your brain comes in and is like, Cindy's so great, why can't you do everything she does? You're a failure. (laughs) Like whatever crazy lie your brain tells you, I just go, no. 
that's not the truth. And I'm too busy to entertain this thought. I have too many people to help. I have too much stuff to do. I have my one important life to live and I don't have time for this thought. And I kind of identify my thoughts as thoughts that give me momentum and thoughts that slow me down, that make me feel heavy. And the thoughts that make me feel heavy, I'm just like, no, I don't have time for you. You're slowing me down. My work is important. I am important. I don't have time for this. And neither do you. You have your own unique gifts, your own unique voice that you need to put out in the world. And you don't have time for negative thoughts. You don't have time for comparing yourself. And the more I practice just getting rid of those thoughts, the easier it becomes to focus on myself and what I'm here to do and not worry about what other people are doing. The next thing I want to say about self-care is maybe not the most popular opinion. But I'm here to tell you, I have clinical depression. I suffer from anxiety. You guys know I have certain challenges in my life that I have to face every day. And a freaking bubble bath is just not going to do it some days. It might look cute on Pinterest, like, oh, paint your nails, take a bubble bath. And those things are nice, but the real self-care I have to do is going to the doctor to get my medication. The real self-care I have to do is scheduling extra appointments with my therapist when my mental health is bad. The real self-care I have to do is making sure I eat enough vegetables. And those things aren't sexy, right? They're not as cute as painting your nails. But that's the truth. Those things are important to me. And if I don't do those things, I will burn out. So you need to identify what are your things. What can you do to give yourself energy, to keep yourself inspired, and to keep yourself moving forward? Is it changing your diet? Is it changing your exercise? Is it changing your friends? Is it changing where you live? I don't know. Whatever you need to do, identify what you need to do for yourself and then make a plan to do it. That's self-care, right? So I think, yeah, like take a bubble bath, do those things, take care of yourself. But sometimes that's just not going to cut it and you have to step up. This is your life. No one else can do these things for you. You have to step up. I know it's hard. I know you feel like crap. I know it feels like you're being defeated, but you're really not. Things can turn around so fast, you guys. And I'm speaking as someone who has been at the bottom. I've had times in my life where I've been cripplingly depressed, had no money, lived in disgusting housing, and now I'm able to do work that I love. I'm able to live in a beautiful house. I'm able to have a wonderful life that I love. And it all turned around, right? But when I was at the bottom, I couldn't see that. But just because you can't see the future doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you can't see the future doesn't mean it's not going to get better. You can't see the future because you're not a gypsy. You don't have a crystal ball, right? (laughs) And sometimes you have to just choose to believe things will get better. I choose to believe things will get easier. I choose to believe things will be better because choosing to believe things will get better feels a heck of a lot better than to walk around going, everything sucks, everything's the worst, life is so hard. If you keep telling yourself those things, your life is going to feel really difficult all of the time. And that's just the truth. Shouting out some tough truths today. I don't know. (laughs) I've been traveling all week. Apparently I'm in a mood. And then my last kind of tip about self-care is to figure out the things that bring you joy and light you up and start incorporating them into your routine. I started recently going for more walks and it's one of the best things I've been doing for my mental health. I meditate every day. I journal every day. I build these habits out because they keep me on track. They keep my mental health strong. I feel like it's like going to the gym for my depression. Those are the things that work for me, but you need to find the things that work for you and only you can figure that out. Do you need to meditate? 
Do you need to bike ride? Do you need to roller skate? I don't know what you need to do. But really sit and think what brings you joy? What makes you feel better? What could you do to make life a little brighter? And start seeking out joyful moments. Practice gratitude and give thanks for this life. Thanks for this family. Thanks for the blessings that you have. No matter how crappy things are going for you, no matter how far at the bottom you are, there's always things to be thankful for because there's always someone that has it worse than you. And that's just the truth. So what can you be thankful for? And practice feeling that gratitude in your body. I'm so glad. I'm so thankful. And the more you do that, the easier it'll get to feel positive emotions over time. Sometimes we have to retrain our brain. Our brain is so conditioned to focus on the negative and think of the negative and give you negative thoughts and negative dialogue because you programmed it that way. But now you have to reprogram it and it takes time and it takes effort, but you have to train your brain to focus on the positive. And that's why I think the gratitude lists are so important because you start showing your brain, actually there are good things. There are good things in my life. And the more you do that, the more your brain will start looking for positive things to be thankful for. The more you'll start to notice the beautiful things in life and the blessings that are always surrounding all of us all of the time. But you have to choose to look at it. If you don't take a minute and look around and realize how magical this life truly is in so many different ways, you're going to miss it. So start identifying those activities that will help you do that, that will help you slow down, that will help you start to retrain your brain to focus on the positive, that will help you feel more joy, and then start making them part of your routine. I can't leave this stuff up to chance because sometimes I'm lazy. Sometimes I don't feel like it. Easy to skip those self-care practices, even though I know they make me feel better. It's still easy to talk myself out of doing them or skip them. So I make them part of my routine. I get up every single day and I meditate and I write in my journal and I don't negotiate. I just do it. I don't negotiate with my brain. I don't let my brain pop in and say, maybe I'll do it later or maybe I won't meditate or maybe I'll meditate twice tomorrow or whatever negotiation my brain has to skip my practices. So identify the things that will bring you joy, that will help improve your mental health, that will help you find the beauty in this life, and then make them part of your routine. And don't negotiate. You do them every single day. You don't negotiate. You don't skip them. You do them every day. And when I take the time to do those things, when I take the time to honor myself, when I really am focusing on taking my mental health seriously, it's really easy for me to stay inspired and not burn out. I feel continuously replenished. I'm continuously pouring into myself so I never run out of gas. I'm never on an empty tank because I'm always stopping and refueling along the way. Most of the time when people burn out, they've been giving and giving and giving and giving and they haven't taken the time to step back and ask, what do I need? What makes me feel good? What makes me happy? How can I feel joy? And when you don't ask those questions and you're just going and going and going, eventually you're going to run out of gas and you're gonna feel tapped out. I've felt it, I've, I've definitely been there where I just felt like I don't have anything left to give anyone. I've poured out so much of myself into other people, into relationships, into my job without ever stopping to give anything back to myself. And I felt completely exhausted. I felt emotionally and spiritually just empty. And that's why I think self-care is so important. So you can help yourself feel alive 
feel happy, feel joy, feel connected to this life. And in the long run, you'll have more to give because you don't ever have to worry about running out of gas. Okay, I hope this little pep talk was helpful. I love you guys so much. Come follow me over on Instagram. I'm at Radical Transformation Project. I've been really into posting Instagram stories again, so I would love to see you over there. Come join my Facebook group. I have a mental health support Facebook group with over 3,000 women in it, all focusing on improving their mental health and well-being, and I would love to have you be a part of that group. Check out the blog at www.radicaltransformationproject.com. I post new articles every single week to help you cope with anxiety and depression. If you like this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. It really helps me out when you guys leave a review and I super appreciate it. Okay, you guys, I'll talk to you in the next episode. I hope you have a great day.